Hey everyone, how many of you enjoy watching murder mysteries um, like Dateline or even movies or types of whodunit and how do they find out? Now, of course, years and years ago, we did not have the technology that we have now. The technology of using DNA, DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid. Don't ask me to say that again. That is what DNA stands for. Now, DNA is a material that is present in all living organisms, or most, I think. I think it's all. But I'm going to give you a list of how they solve these crimes. It's always so stinking interesting to me. Now, here's a list that I found on, of course, Google it. Um, blood, semen, skin cells tissue, organs, muscle, brain cells, bones, bone, uh, teeth, hair, saliva, mucus, perspiration, fingernails, feces, urine, and of course many other things. I think that is nuts by any, I mean, and it's like you see this and you're just, how? You know, you see these shows where um, the movies where they uh, the police have a um, someone just watching um, someone because they go into a, this coffee shop all the time in hopes that one day they're going to come out of that coffee shop and drop their cup inside so they can get the DNA from the saliva. Let's just hope they pick up the right cup. But anyway, that's always so amazing to me. So I'm always cautious when someone gives me a glass of water and they hand it and they're holding it like on the palm of their hand, like, here, take the glass. So then I pull my shirt up and grab it. I'm not giving anyone my DNA or fingerprints. I'm just kidding. That's never happened before. But anyway, it is so interesting. So... I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Ancestry.com. My husband and my brother-in-law are amazing at looking stuff up. They have found stuff about their family and probably a little bit too much about their family that they wanted to know. But they have found cousins and um, uncles, and it's just amazing. The history you can find by doing a, a DNA, you, when it's pretty easy. Um, we did it and it was, uh, they send you, it's a kit. And so you get the kit and they give you this long, like tube thing and you spit in it. Now, if you're not a spitter like me, cause I am not a spitter. I, I just don't, you know how some people can make that noise. <laughs> I just sound like I just snorted cause that's all I can do. I can't do that. And I don't know if it's cause I'm a woman. I just can't do the spit thing. So anyway, I'm sure that was too much information. But anyway, so it took me a while to fill because there's a line and you have to fill it up to so much, so much spit. But anyway, so we did it and it took us a while to, to get our results and stuff. But it was interesting to find out because um, now they've gotten even more advanced. So they break up with your um, 
parents, parent one and parent two, maternal and paternal. And it's really interesting. So I did find out that, um, of course, 50% of me is from parent one and the other 50 is from uh, parent two. So nice to know they did not give my parents the wrong child. And I'm sure if they were both here, they're probably saying, I'm pretty sure she's not ours, but no, I'm just kidding. My parents loved me. I know they did. Anyway, so it was just interesting to see how they break it up into percentage. So um, I'm um, 45% Indigenous American from Mexico, 40% from Spain, Cameroon, Congo, 3%. Well, the percentages go on and on. And I was just like, wait, I got a little bit of this. I got a little bit of that. I got a little bit of Southern Italy in me. I've got some Portugal. I mean, I just think it was amazing how they break this up. It's just, um, and I just think, I think the technology they use to, to solve crimes is wonderful. Because, you know, people are grieving until they find... Um, the murderer or the person, the kidnapper or whatever, I don't know. And just to know that it could be something from simple, something that simple that they can find someone. So anyway, I have this great story. We have some friends and they decided to do the DNA thing. So it was um, a few years ago and the husband and wife's like, oh, let's do it. So they did it. Well, it took a while for them to get the results, but when they did, um, my friend's husband said, hey, look, I've got a match. And so, you know, they showed this tiny little picture, you know, that only probably an ant can see on, on the screen. Um, I guess they don't want anyone stalking anyone, which is smart. Anyway, and so they figured, oh, I bet it's a cousin. Is that a girl? Is that a boy? And because it only gives you certain uh, details about the person you matched up with. So a lot of things were going on in their life at that time. Their daughter was about to get married. They just lost their pup, you know. So all this stuff's going on and kind of just blew it, you know, because they didn't have time to look into it at that time. Um, so anyway, so a few weeks passes and um, family came in for the wedding and they start talking about it in, uh, in the car, she said. So they're talking about it. And then they get to the house and the wife says, wouldn't that be weird if you had a kid? And the husband says, I do. They're still together. Um, but um, he, he got more information without the wife finding out because that person that he had a match to contacted them you know you I think you can email or you want to do that anyway and contacted him to say hey uh I think I'm your son so the wife of course is like okay how old is this person uh we need to do some calculations by the grace of God that per the child was not 10 so <laughs> anyway um, and the story I am telling you is actually about us, my husband and myself. We actually did do the DNA test and it was like a crazy lot of stuff going on. And I did ask him, I said, well, Hey, you know, haha, wouldn't it be funny if you had a child and you said he did? And I said, wait, what? And then I hit him on the arm. I remember saying, did you have an affair? <laughs> he goes, wait, 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 wait. Well, 
Anyway, we found out that he had the son, and the son was not looking for him. He was just looking because I think he thought he had a half-sister or uh, someone else. He actually thought he knew who his dad could have been, and there was a little confusion on the mom and dad situation, and, and my husband was never even in the picture for him have, being the father. Uh, those one night stands. Anyway, it only takes one time, people. Anyway, so we did find out we have a addition to our family. We didn't get to have a baby shower. But the most disappointing thing for me was that my stepson didn't get to really know his dad because he's in his 30s. You know, we've been married 38 years why do I always forget this and he it was before we were married so anyway and um anyway I just don't want to give too much information and all of a sudden people are bombarding him like what happened how'd you do it but you know it was really kind of hard for I think it was harder for my husband than it was me I was just sad that he didn't get to spend get to know his dad he they are close they they are when I say close they're close they get they talk to each other you know pretty much a lot and he is definitely part of my husband's family when I met him I was like whoa it looked like a younger image of my husband it was so crazy but he's a great guy and he does not have a criminal record because yes we did check <laughs> just kidding but he is wonderful he he's an ex-marine well I can't tell you too much about him because I don't know how much he would want me to share but anyway he is great so my daughter and my son were great with it they they were welcoming with open arms all of us were curious and how and why and he is just great we are so blessed to have him as part of our family. And I think we just lucked out because I'm sure there are some stories out there. And there's another story about a girl who found out she found her father. And uh, when she found her dad, he was willing to me, you know, be um, part of her life. But his wife had no say so. Nope. You can't. I mean, she she did have a say so. Excuse me. She said there's no way. You are getting close to her. I want her in our house. And that's a sad thing because, you know what, it is not that person's fault. So, again, we are so thrilled to have him as part of our, our family. He's great. He's got a career, has a family. Uh, we have a beautiful daughter-in-law. And we have step, well, I have step-grandchildren, a little girl and a little boy. And my husband has two extra grandchildren. It's been great. It's a blessing. So if you are curious about your DNA and your family history, go for it. It's been very interesting to find some things out. Um, again, we have been very fortunate. We were fortunate that he was not wanted in uh, four states or that we had to go visit him in Huntsville, the state prison. <laughs> no, he was even local. He wasn't even that far from us, and we missed out on him. But guess what? We're going to make up for lost time. We've enjoyed seeing them. We go out to dinner. We've had them to the house, and we are just blessed. Again, find your blessings. This was a blessing for us. Um, I feel like it was a blessing for all of us. So on that note, be careful what you ask for. But if you do the DNA and you do find a family member like this, 
be open about it. It's not their fault. You know, just just know that they are from your bloodline. So welcome them. Welcome them with open arms and an open heart. Again, go find your blessings because we found a blessing with Ancestry.com DNA. <laughs> Until next week, have a wonderful, wonderful next 24 hours. Thank you.